0: okay that's why brothers and sisters not one of you in this room can go find the family
1: hmm. All right. Teach
0: of anybody mentioned in the bible Teach Teach. there are no family there's no family lineage lineage right. alive today of anybody there's no grave right. um, of anybody mentioned in the bible so religion <laughs> itself not just christianity religion, period, is at war with anything other than what it says.
1: That's right, that's right.
0: First thing we need to describe or define, brothers and sisters, is what is Christianity? What is it? We need, you know, a lot of people, uh, and so I know who I'm talking to, are there any people here today who are Christians? And don't be afraid to raise your hand if you are. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Okay, let's define what Christianity is. Okay,
2: Christianity in a nutshell. Christians believe that their God, Yahweh, sent himself down to earth. And Yahweh definitely is a he because his loins are described in Ezekiel chapter 1, verse 27. Sent himself down to earth to sacrifice himself to himself because
0: bleeding on a cross was the only way that he could convince himself to forgive us for the fact that an ancestor of ours who was made from a rib ate a magic fruit that she wasn't supposed to eat after being tricked by a talking snake. Anyone who doesn't believe this story is going to be tortured forever and ever by the very God that loves us. Have I missed anything? Okay. Uh, it's Some deep stuff for many years, I was a Christian and did not know <laughs> how to define it. I was born into a Christian family and I was assigned a religion called Christianity. My parents never asked me, is this what you want to do? They told me this is what you are going to do. You follow what I'm saying?
3: I'm against black people joining religion because I understand in its inception, it represents us suffering from an acculturation process. An acculturation process is when a people adapt or adopt a foreign culture and mistakenly take it for their very own after several years of practicing it. And this is what we see has befallen our people. We adopted Christianity and we adopted Islam, particularly, all sets of Catholicism in general, We adopted all these various religious types, particularly monotheistic religions, on account of the fact that we think it's our very own. I mean, after all, are we going to call our mother or our mother's mother or our mother's mother's mother a liar? Are you going to call your father or your father's father or your father's father's father a liar when they're the ones passing down this misinformation? But always keep in mind that I tell you that your parents, parents, parents were taught by people that were taught, by people who didn't have your best interests at hand, namely the slave master.
0: And the definition of its true purpose, what did I just say? True. Its true purpose, Christianity may be defined as, notice what I have here, a euro Let me stop right there before I go any further. What do you mean, Pastor, by Eurogentile? I mean, number one, it came from the Europeans. Number one. Number two, it came and the Europeans, according to the biblical text, are Gentiles. Who did I say were Gentiles? According to the Bible, black people are not Gentiles, y'all. Now I know we've been taught that we are, but according to the Bible, we are not. Write it down, write it down. If you don't know this, write down Genesis, the 10th chapter, verses two through five. So when we look at this definition, we see that the euro Greco-Roman, psychophilosophical vehicle that had been put in place of spiritual and intellectual enslavement, which has as its end three things. Read them with me. What's the first one? The cultural and racial superiority of the people who created it. Stop right there. Everybody needs to understand, religion is nothing more than the deification of a culture. Okay? And it depends on where you're born. Depends on where you're born geographically, that has a lot to do with what your religion is going to be. In other words, people born in Japan are not Christians. They're Buddhists. Follow what I'm saying? Okay, people born in, uh, uh, um, what's that? Arabia. Okay. They're not Jews. They ain't Christians. They're Muslims. That's the religion of the culture. You follow what I'm saying? People born in the Western Hemisphere. They're not Buddhists by birth. When they're born, they're not, they're not Hindus. As people in India are, in the Western Hemisphere, or in Europe, guess what the religion is? Christianity! It's the religion of the geographical location. Well, when you take a people who create a religion, the purpose of their creation is for their cultural and racial superiority. So when you take black folk and put them under the auspices of a Euro-Gentile religion, those black people, somewhere in the recesses of their psycho-viscera, they are subordinate. They are inferior. To the creators of the religion that they practice. Are y'all following what I'm saying? But being that it happens on a subliminal basis, you don't realize it. The next thing is what does it say? The paralysis of analysis by those who believe in it. Oh my God. What does that mean? Just what it says who take on this belief system suffer from a disease that I refer to as a paralysis of analysis.
1: You don't think.
0: You were indoctrinated. I was indoctrinated. What does that mean? That means that the church took its doctrine and put it in to your mind. That's what indoctrinate means. So when you as an African have been indoctrinated with euro philosophical thought, you are out of your mind. Y'all all right? Okay. The third thing, Perpetual empowerment of the agenda intended by it. What do we mean when we say perpetual? It means ongoing, ongoing, ongoing. They put a device in place that self-fuels itself, okay, to perpetual empowerment of cultural and racial
3: superiority. That's what we're dealing with for religion. Religion will have you believe it's the in all. It begins right here. And, it, and when, depending on what religion you subscribe to, you're saying your history actually begins there. I don't know. I'm going to say this again. Depending on your religion, you're denoting the fact that your history begins around the time of that particular religion. So... If you make subscriptions to the Bible, our history begins with slavery. If you make subscriptions to the Bible, our African rich history has nothing to offer us. And that's a problem. And that is a problem.
4: The ancient African never believed in a God in the sky. We know, please. Right. Right. He was studying astronomy. Right. We knew what was in the sky. We knew what was going on but the concept the state concept of religion right if there's this one thing that we all come from right i don't have to know you you ain't got to know me this is the thing yeah. that we all know we come from yeah right,
5: right. we can right. we
4: can form a nation
5: we can form a nation under that if it's the, the, the almighty Ra is a representative, if it's the allegory that makes it easier Whatever for you to, to digest, that's right. if it's easier for me to explain it to my child and pass it down when I tell him he looks up at the stars, that's how I can define religion for everyone to get on one accord. That's right. And that doesn't have to be any beef in what I believe and what you believe, because when we look up, we see the same thing.
4: Akhenaten, Nefertiti. Same thing. Here's the Aten. Yeah. The often shines on us all.
5: <laughs> right.
4: You can go look at it. We can you know, all
5: Very simple.
4: Brings everyone together around right. one concept.
5: Great story. <laughs> Great, Great story. story. Right. And, and that idea when getting to because just to go a little deeper with, without lo- losing anyone to go to the idea of energy and organisms. Mm-hmm. And then once you understand everything that is in the skies inside of us, and that we have that same power in the God within. Mm-hmm. And that in even in explaining what's going on in the stars, uh, from a novice standpoint, you can say you are that and I am that with within and, and right. the God within me. Right. That concept should be easy enough for everybody to grasp to say that we are all one, because ultimately, that's what we're ultimately trying to get to right. in this self-governed sovereignty mm-hmm. e- existence to say, if we are all brothers under this one existence, this one source that um in in energy is transferable and never dying, then there must be this easy concept for us to say, We're all related, you're my brother, how do we coexist together?
4: It should be easy. But there's a word that we have to interject into Uh-oh. our conversation. Uh oh. It's called imperialism. Okay. (laughs) That's that's, that's a heavy one. I didn't didn't know that was going to be the word. Inject that in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Imperialism. Because that doesn't come from Africa, or does it? Well, 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 everything comes from Africa. Right, right. The good, the bad, and the ugly.
5: Right. But But the the
4: mindset or the concept of imperialism. The way we're using imperialism, should I say white European colonialism. Right, right. Uh, or imperialism is what we're suffering from. Yes.
0: Now look back at history, history with me, our story. You mean to tell me that black Africans that have lived for the last 85, 90,000 years who knew nothing about Roman Catholic program of Christianity Almighty God has doomed them to destruction Uh, I don't think so now mind you I used to think so because I didn't know any better but now that I know better I understand that African spirituality African consciousness does not condemn somebody else because they are on their level of awareness.
6: The hill that you're looking at gives you the Q sound and the R gives you the, the mouth gives you an R sound and the loop gives you an S. This is Q-R-S for Christ. Why is that so significant? In Christianity, Christ is the one who prepares you for life eternal. In this funerary scene, Anubis is preparing the dead body for life eternal. The only difference is this scenery predates Christianity by almost 1500 years. So that means 1500 years before Christianity is on the world scene, you have Anubis being described as the one who prepares you for life eternal. And obviously this is the sepulcher or the dead body in the coffin or the sarcophagus. And it's referred to in the language of um, the hieroglyphs or the Medinetta as a sahu, which means the mummy. So again, this is an offering which the king gives to Ampu, or Hotep Day, Nasut, Ampu, Tep Tuf, which means he who sits upon his hill, and then you have the reed leaf, which is the I, and then you have the course, which is the M, and you have the quail chick, which gives you a U, and again, you have the bread loaf, which gives you a T. So that's Amut, he who sits upon his hill, and then the word Amut, which means the dweller, in the chamber of embalmment because again this is a funerary scene and lastly we see the hill which gives you Q and we see the mouth which gives you R and we see the loop which gives you S that's Q-R-S or Christ in the Egyptian uh, native language called Meduneta but it was called by the Greeks hieroglyphics the term Christ literally means the one who prepares you for life eternal or the afterlife so that later on in Christianity, the term Christ was applied to Jesus because he is
2: also the one that prepares you for life eternal or the afterlife. We want to get to the root of these stories and you've come halfway around the world back to the African Nile Valley and witnessed where they've copied and manipulated these stories from you. We want to get to the root of the story and the root of the story was no Eve, but it was in fact Sheshat, giving divine knowledge and wisdom. See, the only story that we have when a story regurgitates up is what white folks put in our psyche. But now the real psychological warfare is going to take place now because you are here. You're witnessing on the temples now, shashat and the tree of life and many other concepts that we have shown, and that's down in your psyche. So when you hear the Garden of Eden, what's going to trigger in your mind right back here? I saw shashat. And it was nothing. That's what's going to trigger. That's what's going to activate. But if you have nothing down in your psyche to fight that, then you can only accept. That which has been told to you. Mm
0: -hmm. Did people know God before Moses went up on the mountain? Out of nowhere, that question just popped in my mind. Now I understand what it was really all about. It was God's time for me to come into an awareness of something that I had not been taught before. The question haunted me so strongly until. The next day I was just doing some reading about Moses That was a powerful question for me because all of my theology began with Moses coming down off the mountain Which meant if people had a God consciousness Before Moses went up on the mountain Then what was that God consciousness and what was the name of that God? And what was the religious belief system of those people? well In my reading and in my research, I came across something that's stated in the book of Acts, the seventh chapter, and it says plainly, in the 20th verse of the seventh chapter of Acts, it says, in which time Moses was born and was exceeding fair and nourished up in his father's house three months. And when he was cast out or put out of his home, Pharaoh's daughter took him up and nourished him for her own son. Now notice the 22nd verse. It says, And Moses was learned or educated in all the wisdom of the Egyptians and was mighty in words and in deeds. That statement, that passage was life-changing for me. And as I browsed through the books, I saw this book right here. It's called Osiris and the Egyptian Resurrection. Isn't that something? Osiris and the Egyptian Resurrection. I opened the cover to the foreword of the book, and here's what it says, and let me read it for you. It says, The central figure of the ancient Egyptian religion was Osiris and the chief fundamentals of his cult were the belief in his divinity, death, resurrection, and absolute control of the destinies of the bodies and souls of men. The central point of each Osirian's religion was his hope of resurrection in a transformed body and of immortality which could only be realized by him through the death And resurrection of Osiris I don't know if you are noticing this what happened to me that day I don't know if you see it but there was a big problem here because everything that I just read in this paragraph is what I had been teaching throughout the course of my ministry and raised on all my life But instead of calling the person Osiris, I was taught to call him Jesus. My research began to take me into a realm of discovering African evidence that everything that I had been taught, everything that I was preaching, everything that I was teaching was stolen, copied, plagiarized, and then represented back to us under a European ethnicity. I became so traumatized, I went through so much cognitive dissonance in what I was learning from my own research that I resigned from the ministry in 1993. The reason why I resigned is because I felt unqualified to teach Of course, the temptation was there to just ignore what I had learned and keep teaching what I had been taught because that's what everybody expected from me. But something inside me, I take that back, and now I know what it was. My ancestors inside me would not let me forsake the truth. So that's what this tape is all about, and I pray that as you watch this tape that you will see what i have come to find to be undeniable evidence you don't have to believe anything in this tape you can do your own research in fact i hope you will african evidence that demands an african verdict and i pray that as you watch this tape that the ancestors and the spirit of god will speak to your heart and let you know that it's time for Africans everywhere to return to our ancient African truths, which is really the African origins of Christianity, the African origins of Judaism, the African origins of Islam, the African origins of Western religious thought, the the African origins of actually civilization. I pray that you be blessed by this tape. Hotep, which means peace. Black people, we must come home and reclaim our past. Oh, of the statue of Ursama Atra Setepenra Rametzumer Yemen, also known as Ramses II. This is the Pharaoh that the biblical record would mislead us into thinking held the Hebrew people captive and this this is also the Pharaoh that the white man has misled the world into believing was the evil Pharaoh that refused to hear the words of Moses and this is one of the reasons brothers and sisters why they do not want you to go home they don't want you to go back to Egypt go to Israel go to Rome go to France go to Paris go anywhere but here because if you go here you'll see the truth the truth is that this great Pharaoh Ursamat rasa Tepenrod or amitsuumeman never ever held any Hebrews enslaved in fact that whole thing is a fabrication no exodus ever took place according to Egyptian history
3: and somehow a lot of Negroes believe they know the contents of that book because they believe in God so much they ain't got to read it. This is what's going on. So a lot of the most illiterate people come from religions. Cause they won't even take the time out to learn it in the language from which it derives. Cause they say it was written in English to their convenience with no sense of mind to say, you know what, maybe we should learn the language. Think about this. The Roman Catholic church decided how much books you'll be able to read. Okay. The Catholics have 72 books in their Bible. King James version has 66 books. The black Hebrew Israelite. Commissions people to read the King James Version, which is six less books than the Catholics, many books less than what they really should be reading. So here it is the Bible's a compilation of many books, and the black religious man from the Hebrew Israelites is going to tell you read the book that is more incomplete than the more popular white faith book. Now it's all white faith. But the Hebrew is like, look at the Negro. He going to tell you, read the one with only 66 books instead of read the one with 72 books instead of look for all the other books. (laughs) The Bible mentions the book of Jasper. Where's that at? The Bible mentions the book of wars. Where's that at? So
6: it's not in the Bible?
3: It's not in the Bible, but the Bible talks about it. The Bible talks about the book of Jasper, the book of wars. The Bible has many books that it speaks about, but the... Vatican ordained that many of these books be taken out so the general public can't read it. It's only exclusive to the people that they say may be able to read it. So the Roman, Cap- the Catholic Church, they have 72 books, and the Hebrew Israelite like 66, and he's telling everybody, only read the one with the 66 books. He got the less books out of all the Bible readers than everyone else. He reading the less. This is what the black man does to his own people. He wants you to get involved with a story that's incomplete. And they say it's the greatest story ever told. You ain't never going to know how the story works out because the story ain't even complete and you're telling everyone to read the most incomplete version out of all the ones that's accessible. Ask them, ask the Hebrew Israelite. are there more books to the Bible? Are you okay? Knowing that the Vatican commissioned the hierarchy to take out certain books. Why are you comfortable? Oh, these 66 is just good enough. You don't care that there's other books
2: our african ancestors brothers and sisters saw the matrilineal system keep in mind that all the kings had to come through the line of the woman is that right, That's right. what man can say he didn't come from a woman please step forward so we can understand where you came from <laughs> so our ancestors had no problems understanding that divine principle of that sacred womb where we all came from that was the basis and foundation of the goddess principle and the matrilineal system in africa and our ancestors saw, in order for the king to rule the throne, like you have Ursa right here, the goddess Sheshat. here you see her in the tree of divine wisdom, giving the fruit of divine knowledge and wisdom in order for him to rule the throne. It had nothing to do with no tree of good and evil. The patriarchs who came from the north, the Hyksoks and others, who had a misogynistic nature, a hatred towards the woman, could not conceive of a woman nor a goddess giving a man anything. And that story was corrupted. The tree of divine wisdom and divine life was corrupted into the tree of what? Because here we have that they created and their biblical stories and opening of the pages in Genesis that they, there was Adam and Eve. Is that right? And they were not to eat of the tree of what? Knowledge of what? Good and evil. Now who was seduced by the serpent and ate from the tree? That's why sisters you got to watch and hear that sound. (laughs) But anyway, here we see that she was seduced to eat the fruit and then she seduced who? Adam. Adam. Now we are told that that's the reason for the world's sins of this first woman eating of the tree of good and evil and that that's also Not only the reason for the world's sins, but her monthly cycle is to remind her of that sin. This is what's taught in the church. Okay. now, when sisters start jacking that preacher up, who's been equally spiritually enslaved himself to tell that story and that we were born in sin, there was no story whatsoever in the Kemetic Nile Valley that we were born in sin.
3: So how can I embrace a religion that we only were espoused to in light of the fact that we were subjugated? In light of the fact that we were being oppressed. See, I can understand that we got this religion during our happy days and it came to somebody and we say, you know what? This makes sense. But if you were alive during the time of this weak and wicked white man raping you, lynching you and castrating you, if you were alive during that time to see that he was reading from the Bible and you had any sense in your head, you would say, I will not support, nor will I oblige to the same God of my slave master. And so it stood to reason for many blacks in America to identify with Islam, which was the very inception of the black conscious community, in my opinion, because we knew for sure the slave master was dealing with Christianity. So those of us that was waking up, we'd be damned if we're going to subscribe to Christianity or any sector of Catholicism for the most part. So we decided, or we elected, to now make subscriptions to Islam because at least it seemed like there was a contrast. At least it seemed like there was an opposition, an opposing force. So we went for Islam. By default of the fact, we figured we would be the victors. We would be the beneficiaries of the same in light of the fact that we realized the slave master deals with Christianity. He don't deal with a lot. But unbeknown to us, prior to us coming over here, our slave master made subscriptions to Islam under the tenets of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So if we knew all of this we wouldn't have dealt with Islam either because the same conscious incentive to say I ain't dealing with Christianity would have been the same incentive had we had more knowledge and not deal with
2: Islam. Even though they make it black to make you accept it this is not still an African story. The African story is the goddess giving the fruit of divine life from the tree of divine life and wisdom in order for the king to rule the throne. And this goddess concept was corrupted throughout the whole African Nile Valley and even in our spiritual subconscious, even today, where we are told that the sisters are the ones, women are the ones for the world's sins. This is the demonization of women and the hatred of women. This is part of the sexism that you get and the theologians. Even in Paul, it says that women shouldn't even have, shouldn't even speak in the church. But I'm letting you know that that is not the African spiritual way, brothers and sisters. We had a god and a goddess. That's a spiritual Maatian law that our ancestors saw. Okay? So let's understand that there was no rib, by the way, in the African creation story taken from the man to make the woman. That didn't exist. They were created simultaneously So we did not have no story, but all of us got a navel where the biblical cord was severed from our mothers, where we all came from. But until we get back to the true spirituality of understanding our divine balance of African men and African women, we'll forever be a victim in somebody else's racist uh, theological story and the victimization of sisters where we cannot see our divine balance in the universe. So then
3: what would be our default? The real question would be outside of the only books that they suggested for us to read the real suggestion would be what was we doing prior to being introduced these different religions? That's the question. Until black people who make subscriptions to Christianity and Islam until they come to terms with what was we doing prior you see, I'm not asking anybody this. I'm asking the Christian this. I'm asking the seven-day Adventist this. I'm asking the Catholic this. I'm asking the Roman Catholic this. I'm asking the black Mormon this. I'm asking the Scientologist this. I'm asking the Nation of Islam this. Yeah, I'm asking the Sunni Muslim this. The Shiite, the Ahmadiyya, the Nation of the Gods and Earths. I'm asking all of them. I'm not... I'm asking the Moors this. <laughs> I'm asking everybody, and this is love, you can be in your feelings if you choose, and salute to the gods, because I love the gods, the nation, the gods, and earth, I'm asking everybody, if you cannot tell me what we were doing prior to being introduced to these religions, then I can't even entertain much of what you have to say, I can't take you serious, Because you got to tell me what we did before we got those. And after you tell me what we were doing prior to being introduced to these religions, because the facts of the matter is, and keep it factual, family. You didn't learn nothing about these religions unless you was already being subjugated. These are facts. There ain't no black man in America could say he could trace his history back to Christianity in America without also it running concurrent with slavery. Now, some will contend, well, Christianity has its inception in Africa. There ain't no brand of Christianity being practiced in America that doesn't have its inception in slavery. There ain't no brand of being a Hebrew Israelite that doesn't have its inception
2: in slavery. And you know, the story is corrupted anyway, because as they said, there was only Adam and Eve. And then they created a son named who? Cain. And Cain went out to the land of, of Nod and found what?
1: Why? Why?
2: They haven't been able to explain that story yet. And, then they, and, the, and, the, and the races, uh, uh, theologians will tell you that was the sub-Negroid race. No, African people had a great kingdom long before their Adam and Eve story that they created and corrupted from the goddess Aset and Asar from right here in Kemet, right here in Egypt where you are. These stories are told. You're, this is a book in stone. That's why they carved endlessly so it could not be revised. You see the ark already back there. How could the ark of covenant, that the Jews say that Jehovah God is the portable God house, and you got it right here. That
1: they're carrying.
2: And we are taught to go to Jerusalem and not to come back here to Kemet. That's we look at Jerusalem as being the holy land, not Kemet as being the holy land. This was the original holy land. This was the original Taneter land. I know that may be hard for some of us, but 400 years of indoctrination, <coughs> you have to look at yourself as a victim. And we have been a victim. But we have continuous stories. So this is a book in stone. You can take a few minutes to take your pictures of the goddess Shashat and go back and tell the story. Show it to the preachers. Show it to the ministers. Because if you're using a book called
3: the Bible, you can play games with all them acronyms, basic information before leaving Earth. Just like the, the brothers in Islam can play the, the game Allah means arm, leg, leg, arm, head. But we know damn well the word arm, leg, leg, all of that doesn't even begin with the same letters in Arabic fusha. So we got to stop that. When we go into classical Arabic, we got to tell the truth. These are English acronyms to address ancient ideas and terms. <clears throat> and the word Bible is even in the Bible. The Bible is so important. God didn't even mention the Bible in the Bible. You see, these are the type of things that I have an issue with in the community. So no, I will never ever appreciate the fact that our brothers and sisters are making subscriptions to being Hebrew Israelites, being anything on the various sects of Catholicism and anything pertaining to Islam, anything that falls within them branches. No, I can't do it. Especially Islam being the baby of them all. Is this 1400 years old? (laughs) You know, we give you a few more years on top. Are we serious here what was we doing prior before you can tell me to join any one of those religions i need you to tell me what do we do prior because that's like religion is the child that goes around saying my father looked like me do you understand what i'm saying religion is the child that says my father looks like me as opposed to giving homage and saying you know i look a lot like my father
0: read a verse and say, read it again, read it again, and read it again. That's what they call Bible study for a black man, because black folk eventually end up saying, well, 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 now let me tell you what I get out of that verse. Y'all remember Sunday school? That's how folk used to talk. Well, well, let me tell you what I get out of that verse. And by the time you go around to 20 different people, you got 20 different meanings of what that verse mean. Where did the concept of a Trinity originate? I got three minutes. Let me rush through this. There it is, people. That's the first. Concept of the Trinity on the planet. Yes. A sar, a set, and heru. Yes,
1: sir.
0: When the Europeans went into Africa and they saw this, they couldn't take it, they couldn't handle it. So they got rid of that female over there. Because yes. they have a problem with the female principle. And what was once father, son, and mother became father, son, and holy ghost. Right, you follow what I'm saying? What is the truth about the Virgin Mary and the baby Jesus? Well, here's the truth back here to ancient Africa, 10,000 years BC. That's evidence, that ain't faith. That little statuette is in the Nubian Museum in Aswan. I took the picture myself. You got the picture brother? Africans who had the whole concept of Madonna and child that the Roman Catholic church stole and copied stop believing in the lie yes. mother understand that you have the greatest ministry on this planet yes, sir. there's nothing greater than the ministry of the black african mother Amen. god put all of her power in your hands and notice i said her power yes. when i said god yes. we didn't start saying he or father until the Europeans came into Africa. It. We must, Sankofa, return to our ancient scriptures and writings.
2: So well, here you are, yeah. Yeah. before the Grand Master himself, Usamaat ra Septepin-Ra, Ramesu Mariaman of the 19th Dynasty. That's Ramesu II, the four massive colossals that you see him sitting on his Haru throne. Now the colossal that you see right here that's fallen, some say that that was due to an earthquake. We're not sure because we know how the plunders have come through, is that right? Right. Here we see this facade is 100 feet tall and the colossal statues are 65 feet tall. The Grand Master himself and one of the greatest structures that he built right here in Abu Simbel. Dedicated to Raharakte that you see right in the facade of the temple meaning the rising of the sun. Here the Grand Master here got his Tajeti that means his Grand Master builder, May, to build this structure for him. Like I said, just like Imhotep who built for Zozaneteket and also like uh, Ank who built for Sneferu and Ankuf who built for Khufu, the Grand Master's name here who built this is named May. At the top you see them Demhetedra You see twenty-four Mhete Ra or baboons. These baboons were sacred to Kemet because it represented the twenty-four hours of the day. But here you see twenty-four hours that Ra gives us time. Mhete Ra, the sacred baboon, associated with Ra because he gives praise to the sun as it rises in the east. So the zoop type, or the zoomorphic type, is the baboon that you see on the top of the facade. Then also down by his legs you see his wife Nefertari. The most beautiful, Nefertari II, but this whole structure was dismantled. It was 200 feet down in the water. To save it, they had to take it apart piece by piece and 20,000 tons of rocks, stone, cutting it out and sitting it 600 feet back where you presently see it at today. So it's not in its original position, but fortunately, it was saved for us to see. On the right side, you'll see the Tanihisi or Nubians. On the left side, going in, you'll see the Hittite forces. Now, we had our own civil war. Now, I've heard other guys say that those are slaves on the other side. Those are not slaves, they are captives of war. Just like you have the captives of war of the Hittites. And keep in mind that Nefertari is the queen that he married. She is a Tanahisi. Who is he marrying? He's marrying his beginning. What is his beginning? Tanahisi, the mother, the mother of Tamari. Here the temple sits on the south, Nefertari sits on the north side. Look at both of the temples here, structures here, because here we see this great Sultan king, who had 50 wives. But it was that one wife, Nefertari, who was the most special wife, that he built a temple for her. That wasn't done again until Taj Mahal did the same thing for his wife. But where was it started at first? It started right here. As Ra rises in the east, the temple was set on its axis, and all the way down to the hypostyle hall that Ra would rise in back of the temple. Now, when you go inside, there are eight colossal statues of Ursa Ma'at Ra, and Ra, in Osirian position. The Osirian position, two feet together, and he's standing like this, going all the way to the back of the Akhmanu. Or the holies of the holies in the back of the holies of the holies he has made himself one with the divine netters that means to the far left is patah patah who is the architect of the universe who's the one that says let there be light after that we see it is Amun and then Ramesu and raharate all the way in the back of the ankhmanu or the most holy place of the temple on the temple you'll see the continuous stories of his battles of kadesh the battles he fought with the Hittite forces. You see the massive colossals of this grand master sitting on the throne. And we've been mentioning this great sultan's name, Ursa Ma'at Ra, Mesumuri Ra, or of the 19th dynasty, around 1298 to 1232 BCE, before the Christian era. His royal name, Ursa, the power. Ma'at, truth, justice, and righteousness. Under Ra, God, Septeppin Ra, he's chosen by Ra. Ra Mesu, he's born of Ra, and he's loved by Amun. As you see him on the royal chenus right here, sitting on the Nephti. That's the name where Nubia came from, nepti meaning gold. Ursa is the power of Ma'at, truth, justice, and righteousness for the Sutan king to sit on the throne. Okay? Under God, Ra. Septepin Ra, he's chosen by Ra, he's chosen by God. Ramesu, he's born of Ra. Okay? Murray, Amon, he's loved by Amon. That is the royal name of Ursa Ma'at Ra, Septepen Ra, Ramesu Murray Amon, his royal throne name. Not Ramses II that you're most familiar with, Ramses, but Ramesu, if we say it for short. Chosen, Septepen Ra, this is where. European Jews get God's chosen children. It came out of and Ra. Ra chose the first people, God chose the first people to be on the planet where African people, all anthropological records have documented that African people were the first people on the planet Earth. Ra has kissed you from the dawn of time. That's why you got melanin. You do not reflect the sun. You pull in the sun. You have melanin. So he knew he was chosen. By Ra. So we should all know and Ra. You're chosen by Ra. Because Ra has kissed you from the dawn of time. That's why you have melanin. Color of that succulent kiss that Ra has kissed you now down in Abu Simbel where you are right now. Seriously, giving you a succulent kiss. All right? He's born of Ra. Okay? Your melanin telling you that you're born of Ra. Okay? He's loved of Amen, the same Amen that you say at the end of your prayers. We have no idea that it came from here. Amen. 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 So when we say Amen, we should say Amen and put Amen in your mind.
0: Here we have what is known as the manger where Christ was born. As you can see, as we look along the wall here, You see, even though it's been chiseled out and removed, you see them bringing gifts to the manger. But the chenous have no names in them. You see them bearing gifts and bringing them. Bringing gifts. On the right side as well, you see them bringing gifts. Here, as in each nativity scene that we see with Jesus, there's always a cow in the nativity scene. Well, that cow is this person right here, Hathor, a cow goddess goddess of love, fertility and music. And again to here, her face has been chiseled away. Right here. This is the manger in which Horace the Christ child was born.
5: Um, and, yeah.
4: As a matter of fact, I can hand it to you. Right. Here's my code. Right. Can I see yours. Right. Right.
5: <laughs> right.
4: I know what you about. You know what I'm about? Originally, it was the Bible. Originally, for America. For America. For, for for America, it was the Bible, and even that's arguable. But in American history, right, it's the Bible, right, where we sat down. You know, you have Roman Catholicism. Roman actually passed down. That's what it actually is, right? Uh, but that that was the unifier, right? That's what we all came around. And it worked for a certain group of people. For 400 years, uh, even longer than that, but in in America, and it's funny because we're in 2019, 16, 19, 2019. Exactly exactly 400 years ago. 400 years. Let's look at African civilization. African civilization never really had leadership. Mm. We had principles and laws. This is where Europeans get the idea that a nation should be governed by laws and not by people. Now, if we go back to Africa on it, we would see that we don't need a leader. We need principles. Mm. In our community, it's the principles that are the leadership. Right. Laws themselves are the leadership. We know that we can be corrupt. We can fall. We can be weak.
5: Humans are flawed.
4: Humans are flawed. The
5: code is solid.
4: We already know that. Right. Okay. And and there's another argument with that idea of humans being flawed. It's not that we're flawed. We're just animals. Uh, Man. facts put it that way <laughs> yeah. it, come over here no we can do some crazy things so if you want to run a nation first let's put the law up front okay what's the law right here we see
0: in the corner a pregnant woman sitting on the birthing stool and this is the story of the virgin birth and Immaculate Conception. Here we see Osiris at the head I'm sorry Asar uh, Isis, Aset Isis at the head of her husband Asar or Osiris who was laying there holding the place where a penis would be because his brother Set had cut his body into 14 pieces and the penis was never found and um, Aset or Isis the wife in order to conceive a child as you see on the other wall she literally transfers her, transforms herself into a hawk as you see here and descends upon the place of where the penis would be to receive the sperm of her husband osiris and hence we have the story of the immaculate conception and virgin birth because there was conception without a penis and this is where it was originally stolen from and of course you see now here uh asset or s- isis impregnated, sitting on the birthing stool about to give birth to the first virgin-born Christ child, Heru, 6,000 years BC. And once again, you can see the destruction of the features of the face of the cow goddess Hathor at the top of these massive, awesome columns. And mind you, the paint that you do see on these columns are the, is the original paint dates back thousands of years and brothers and sisters what we're looking at is thousands of years old. Look at how Europeans have chiseled away uh, the features of the, the images here. The, the world's oldest and largest citadel of learning, the Temple of Karnak. The front entrance, the Temple of Karnak. Here we have the world's first citadel of learning, or first university, right here at the Temple of Karnak. And this is where the the world's first degrees were ever handed out, here at the Temple of Karnak. And notice the destruction here on this wall. Now this is what you call desecration. Notice the chiseling away of this person from the wall. What is it that they know about us that they don't want us to know about ourselves, but yet it is from this pylon right here that you see the story uh, from, from which is taken in the 23rd Psalm, Thou anointed my head with oil, my cup runneth over This is taken from stolen from right here where they're being anointed with the oil of the ox of life, stolen from right here on these walls in Kemet. The gold- stool, Edwin W. Smith states on page 173, and this is in the Christianizing of Africa, by the way. Here's what he said. To win a people for Christ, it is necessary to do what? I'm not making this up, family. That's why I put this up here, to show you the research. Go check it out for yourself. Get the book, The Golden Stool, and read it. On page 173, they actually state, and this is a Christian missionary, he states, in the colonizing of the African continent, he writes, in order to win a people to Christ, it is necessary to Europeanize them. What does that mean? One,
1: two, three,
0: Behind all systems of administration lies the fundamental question, check this, y'all, of what we intend to make of the African.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Do y'all see this? Yes, this question has whether in explicit terms or not been answered in several ways. One possible and largely practiced policy is that of repression, which means keeping the native or keeping the African in a subjected and inferior position. Do y'all see this? Yes. In other words, keep him in his own place. As a mere in the book, it has the word "serf." I looked it up it means slaves yes. of the who, of what race yes. there it is people
1: yes, sir.
0: like it or not and the most effective device family that has been used to accomplish this european agenda is the religion that was forced upon our african ancestors yes. this religion is called Christianity. I want y'all to know something. We did not respond to an altar call. We were kidnapped. Chains put around our neck, shackles around our neck, our wrists, and our ankles. And this was forced upon our ancestors. This religion called Christianity is a very effective device.
4: Look at this.
0: As you see here, we have the chiseling away of Hatshepsut, Queen King Hatshepsut, on the right there, so that male attitude, European male attitude about the female, and on the left you see Osiris wearing the headdress of Amun, and notice the neck of Osiris, the black paint, is still there. And of course, Osiris has an erection here coming out of his navel, which is representative of. Resurrection to eternal life symbolized by the obelisk or the tekenu, as you see right there, and the tekenu of Hatshepsut. All right, and um, of course, as we know, the Washington Monument was stolen from or patterned after this, or stolen, copied from it. And uh, this is what we need to go back and see. Edwin Smith says on page 186 the first method of colonizing the African begins by doing what? Destroying the institutions, tradition, religion, and habits of the people. (sighs) And then superimpose upon the ruins, whatever the governing power considers to be a better administration system. The other method, while checking the worst abuses, tries to, check, check out what he says, to graft our higher civilization. What a thing to say how dare them say that they have a or have a higher civilization man when Africans were in the the zenith of sciences and agriculture and horticulture and mathematics and religion and philosophy and music when we were in the zenith of these things these folks were crawling around on all fours in the caves up in Europe and then they want to say, and molding them into a form consonant with our modern ideas and higher standards. That's psychopathic racism. Yes. This is a Christian missionary, though, called Edwin W. Smith. And we have therefore become, look at us now. There we are. We have these books in the in the information center, don't we? All right, I encourage you to get your copy if you don't have it. We've come, We look at us, man, look at us. We, we out-white, white people. That's right. Those of us who don't know any better.
1: That's right.
0: One of the most effective ways to suppress a people is by putting a device in place that will disassociate those people from their God, from their spirituality, from their culture, and their history. So what did they do they put a device in place that would ensure their perpetual empowerment over the minds of those whom they deceived look at the device what was the device there it is look at this in her mind these are naked savages and guess what in some of your minds who are still under that influence you see your own people as savages if you go over there and see how hot it is you get undressed
1: too
0: (laughs) here this missionary and this of course is an old picture you see that here this missionary is Carrying out her mission of winning the savages to Christ. That was the device back then. Here's the same device today. Same device. Y'all see it? Sometimes I just like to let the picture speak for itself. See, once you know how to see, as soon as you see it, it, all, it stands right out clear. There it is. Look, look at him. Look, look, look at him. That's still the device. And now look at it. The device is what? Self perpetuated. Here we have an African woman. She sold and made that cross and put it up there. She she, she, she don't need the white man in front of her now. It's been put into her mind. I mean, look at, look at our people. Look at what the Roman Catholic Church did to Africans. That ought to make your heart hurt. Because we're dealing with this same psychosis, brothers and sisters, right now, here today, in St. Louis, and everywhere else around this country. But as long as God gives me air to breathe, I'ma do everything I can to snatch down every brick of that lie till that wall comes down and people are free. Serious, brother. Here we have the sacred pool at the Temple of Karnak. It was here in this pool, brothers and sisters, that the world's first baptisms took place. The ancient Kemet priests, priests of Kemet, were baptized here as an initiation rite into the priesthood and the craft of Amun-Ra as the grandmaster teachers among the people, as the scholar warriors of Kemet. And this is where the world's first baptisms took place, not in the Jordan River by John the Baptist, but right here in Kemet. Due to a mental disease called selective amnesia. We have allowed ourselves to see the enemy of our ancestors as our friend. Can you not see our ancestors in the rafters of the universe looking down on those of us who don't know any better saying "When will our children wake up?.
1: Mm-mm-mm
0: european history's principal function remember i told you african consciousness is having intellectual vigilance brothers and sisters european history's principal function is to first separate us from the reality of ourselves to separate us from the reality of the world to separate us from the reality of story and to separate us from the power and ramifications of our story that's the principal function of European historiography and anytime they take Eurocentric historiography and put it into the recesses of the African mind you lose your mind for over 2,000 years how long <laughs> For over 2,000 years, we have wholeheartedly accepted the Eurocentric idea of religious thought, and we're still not liberated. We're still not saved. And by the way, that's what saved means it means to be liberated. And where has it gotten us as a people? More confused than ever. Check this out. Look at that. Now, here we have another pylon. Notice what we have here. We have the story of Remetsu. Remetsu Meriyaman. Here is sitting on the square. And here we have the story of where Rametsu asked uh, uh, Ra uh, to give him wisdom on how to rule his kingdom. And what Bata did is he sent an angel to him, Shanu. And that is the lady that you see here, where she picks from the tree. And if you notice, you can see the tree in the background. She chooses to pick fruit. From the tree of life to give to um, Ramses or Osamat Ra to give him wisdom on how to rule his kingdom. That's what this story is about. What Europe did is they came and they saw this pylon inscribed in the walls of the temple of Ramses, and they, as they do everything else, they stole it, copied it, and plagiarized it. And represented it in what we now know as the Adam and Eve story to where as Eve gave Adam the forbidden fruit know uh, my brothers and sisters that too is a fabrication of the European mind here is the original uh, uh, story here of where the fruit was taken from the tree of knowledge to give to Ramesses to give him the wisdom that he needed to Uh, rule his kingdom effectively and as Bata or God would have him do so. Find out what your assignment is so you stop being distracted so you can bring forth fruit. Christianity and African consciousness are 100% incompatible family. So what do we do? Uh Uh-oh. I got 11 minutes. We must realize that we've been conquered in the name of Jesus. That's right. Bear with me now. I don't mean no harm. Yes, I'm trying to set you free. Yes, I know you think you are. See, you know, one of the things to, tr- how do you set a person free who already thinks they're free? Uh, shame. Only thing I can do is bring you our African story so you can see what's been going on. We've been conquered, y'all. In the name of Jesus. You say, well, what's wrong with that? <laughs> here I'll tell you what's wrong with it. It's right here in this symbol. Yeah. Here's the whole meaning behind this symbol. And it is a Masonic symbol. <clears throat> Latin words. In hoc signal ventures. Now in the churches where you've seen this. You only saw the letter I, H and S. And you thought it meant in his service. <laughs> that's not what it means. They took off the V. It used to be IHSV, but they took off the V because that's the giveaway right there. The word ventures in means in hock means this signal means sign. As you see there, S-I-G-N ventures means to be victorious or to conquer so in Latin this says under this sign we shall conquer y'all got it that's what it's about family it's about conquering other lands and nations understand that there's a war going on look at it when i that used to be me And it's a whole lot of our brothers right now. Now, is that a bad thing? Well, let's put it this way. It's not for our good. But it's not bad because his intent is sincere. Did y'all follow what I said? He genuinely believes he's right. Yes, he does. I was there. How many of y'all were there? And when you were there, you genuinely believed you were right. You see what he's doing? He's holding up the crucifix. I give my life for this. Look 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 at it, people. Look real good. This is a drawing of what's called a plantation worship service. Who's preaching? What color is it? Black preacher. Preaching to black slaves. But look who's watching. Why do you think he's sitting there? To make sure that this black preacher says what he wants him to say. Yes, sir. That's it right there. Now, what's really deep, some of y'all sitting here right now, look at this picture and say, "Mm, I see it and you see it because of the the visual aid in front of you but yet some of you sitting here are going to go right out of this place and go sit up in a white congregation mixed congregation and go through the same thing or you're going to have a black preacher just like this standing up there telling you what these people here want him to say i know what i'm talking about i was one of them. That's me, y'all, by the way. I got hair. That's back in the day, okay? Yeah, that's back in the day when I traveled all over this country preaching that program. Oh man, I was on my way up the ladder. I was about to be rich, Brother Hype. <laughs> I was about to become a district elder, presiding bishop of a church. There you go. Look at me, man. Those are the days when I was a safe Negro. (laughs) Almost embarrassing to say it, but I want y'all to see where I came from. No, I used to be what they called the black Robert Schuller. Oh,
1: oh, 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 oh,
0: A black degreed theologian. Oh. A good boy in their program. Yes, boy, if they had only known what God had in store for me. <laughs> Woo, they never would have given me. Oh. Those predictions. Like Look at that! Well, oh, I <laughs> I remember them days. Uh, Edwin Smith, my soul looked back and wondered. Mom said, How I got over right? Yeah, I, Mom, you know what? When I was like that, ain't nobody give me no trouble. I wasn't a threat to nobody. Brother Penny, I wasn't no threat to nobody, nobody. Now, everybody loved me. I had big church, a lot of money. At this point, I had my second Mercedes, man, and still had the first one. Yeah, let me move on. must ask what is African consciousness let's break it down for you African consciousness may be defined as a black person's state of mind now let's get clear here what kind of person did I just say a black person's state of mind now this is very important family when she or he Maintains intellectual vigilance as the proper posture toward some of the things you hear and read. All things? That's right. Everything your ears hear, everything your eyes see, every encounter that you experience as an African, you should have intellectual vigilance. Look at the person next to you and say, don't be weak minded.
1: -minded.
0: Any scholarship which ignores the truth about the African origins of spirituality and civilization as an African conscious brother or sister, you need to deal with that. Yes. It has no place in your African mind. Yes. When a black African who is supposed to be conscious walks around saying that Columbus discovered America, that black person is out of their mind. Yes. Now, why you say that, Pastor? Because we were all taught that he did. Look at the person next to you and say, from whose perspective? In other words, from the Spaniard's perspective, yes, he did discover America. But from the people who were already here, he didn't discover America. If anything, they'll tell you he was a mass murderer and an invader. He didn't discover anything. African consciousness is the transforming power, which enables black people to capture the true sense of our soul. I've pledged my commitment and my time to reaching my brothers and letting them know that they are betraying their great-great-grandmama. Yes. They are betraying their great-great-grandfather. If our African ancestors could see the stand that we now take for the oppressor that lynched them and kidnapped them and and raped them, they would, their heart would bleed in pain. Here you have the other side of the war. Look at this young girl in the process of indoctrination she's being molded into their program don't allow brothers and sisters the dedicated ignorance of others what kind of ignorance did i say don't allow the dedicated ignorance of others to extinguish the flame of your inspiration and motivation. I know sometimes it gets hard. Sometimes you're trying to share the, what you've come to learn with other people, and it's I don't want to hear that. Get away from me. Satan, the Lord rebuke you.
1: <laughs>
0: you're a deceiver. You come to hinder. I plead the blood against you, and you don't you don't want to hear that. You don't want to keep getting beat up like that. But don't let that put your flame out. When you understand that your people are dying by the thousands per day, find a way to reach them with the truth. Next, we must break the last bond of slavery. That's the slave master's religion. Stop perpetuating the lie. Like my brother said, how can you keep telling that lie? When you know you got to (laughs) die,
1: ain't
0: that heavy y'all?